Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Winter is coming. Now look, this isn't to be alarmist. Underpinning my politics is a belief that you have to give people hope. That is a belief that the injustices that don't just scar our current lived reality but define it in so many ways can be overcome with determination, courage and imagination. That all of us using our combined collective power together can create transformative change. But that doesn't mean closing our eyes to what are profoundly unsettling, disturbing and unpleasant realities. Because unless we acknowledge what we're up against, then we won't understand how to fight back. Now, we need to be open and honest about a crisis, a looming crisis, which is not receiving the attention that it desperately needs. And that is that across Europe and the United States, the far right is on the march and either in power in some form or on the brink of power. Now, after the genocidal carnage of World War II, there was something of a consensus in what we describe as the Western world that the far right were beyond the political pale, that a cordon sanitaire needed to be placed around them, and that they should never, ever, ever be allowed anywhere near power. Now that protective ring, whatever you want to call it, has been shredded. Let me just talk through exactly what we're up against. Now, firstly, it's important to say it's not just Europe we're talking about here. The far right in the United States context, of course, surged through one of the two parties, Republicans, what we've seen is a process of what we could describe as normalisation. That's where what you once think of is very unusual or extreme becomes part of the everyday, part of the furniture, if you like. That once what once provoked horror or shock, outrage, you barely even bat your eyes at. Now, we saw that with Donald Trump. Donald Trump, when he first became, I guess, a contender for the Republican nominee at the end of 2015... People listened to his pronouncements, were kind of shocked and horrified, but didn't take it seriously. But by the end of that presidency, nothing could shock you about Donald Trump. And once Donald Trump became normal, events that seemed even more extreme did as well. So a 2022 survey found that two in five Americans uh, thought that civil war was at least somewhat likely in the next decade. And one political scientist speaks of the possibility of right-wing dictatorship in the US by 2030. And... I guess that's the point, because what we call, people describe as the Overton window. It was named after a right-wing think tanker. The idea is the Overton window is everything what's inside the window is what is politically possible and acceptable and what you see as plausible. Everything outside it is what's seen as extreme, ridiculous, absurd, that'll never happen, it's impractical, that kind of thing. And the Overton window shifts over time. And what Donald Trump did, Trump did is shift that that. Um, Overton window. I mean, if you look at Ron DeSantis, he's the president, uh, sorry, the governor of Florida, running a profoundly disturbing far-right administration. Um, and as you can see generally how the Republican right, which has taken over the Republicans entirely, don't accept basic democratic norms anymore. 
Um, that's what we, we mean in terms of how what normalisation has done. Now, if we look at Europe, at the turn of the century, when Austria's far-right Freedom Party, which was led by Jörg Haider, who had made comments suggesting repeatedly he was sympathetic to the Nazi regime and his uh, parents served the Nazi regime, and when they entered a coalition with the Conservative People's Party, there were mass protests, huge protests, which erupted not just in Vienna, but across Europe and the United States. I know very well myself. As a teenager, I took part in those protests outside the Austrian embassy in London. Now, the EU even imposed diplomatic sanctions on Austria at the time. It was understood that an important red line had been crossed, that given the horrors that Europe had suffered, and of course, Austria uh, deeply complicit, uh, not its people as a whole, I'm not saying complete collective guilt, but you cannot divorce the horrors of what happened in World War II from what happened within Austria. Um, but given that, it was, there was a belief that the far right had to be kept firmly outside the tent. Now, that sense of horror at the beginning of the century is gone. You know, when the FPO, as they're known, formed a new coalition in 2017, you got protests, but they were tiny in comparison. And today, the party is picking up dramatic victories in local elections and is number one in Austria's opinion polls. They're now the main political force in the country, and they've got every chance of leading the next government if there's a coalition, they'll be the main partner in it. And, you know, they've also had another effect because under pressure from them, the so supposedly, you know, mainstream Conservative Party, the People's Party, has adopted ever harsher anti-migrant policies. Now, the Spain, I'm currently here in, in Spain, this is Madrid. Um, for years after the financial crash, the country seemed to have escaped the kind of general trend of European countries that there wasn't a mass far-right party here. Uh, there was a party which emerged called Podemos, which for a time led the opinion polls here on the left. And their leading lights had an expl explanation. Why was there no mass far-right party in Spain? And they believed it was because you got this indignados, this mass protest against austerity, they're called the indignados, in 2011. And that made sure that there was obviously anger, but it got directed at powerful people rather than migrants. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But now in the 2019 elections, the far-right Vox Party defined by their hostility to immigrants and also to regional autonomy for the likes of Catalonia, etc. In Spain, they came third and in uh, very recent local elections here exceeded expectations. So now there will be a snap general election next month, which has been called Vox could be in government. The first time the far right would be in the corridors of power since the fall of General Franco. Now, the pattern is very, very clear. In Germany, the far right alternative for Germany, they're surging. 
recent polls, a couple have suggested they're currently second and with one ahead of the ruling Social Democrats. Other parties claim, you know, they, they won't work with the AFD as they're known at the national level, but you already have those coalitions at the local level, leading foreign policy magazines to recently declare that Germany's far-right firewall is starting to crack. We saw that play out in Sweden. There, you've got the Swedish Democratic Party, which has roots in neo-Nazism and white supremacism. Other parties refused to work with them. In 2016, the leader of the Conservative Moderate Party called it racist. But in the last election, the Swedish Democrats came second and negotiated a deal with the Moderates and others to prop up a right-wing government. In France, Marine Le Pen and a national rally party scored their best ever results in presidential and parliamentary elections last year. Italy's Prime Minister is... Uh, Giorgia Meloni is from the far-right Brothers of Italy party. I mean, they're the heirs of Benito Mussolini. In Eastern Europe, we've got Hungary, ruled by de facto right-wing autocracy. Uh, there's an even more extreme party there called Our Homeland Movement, surging the polls, getting support, it must be said, of young Hungarians. Look at Poland, ruled by a hard-right government, now manipulating the crisis in Ukraine to set up a commission to supposedly investigate Russian influence in the country, just a bogus excuse to harass the opposition. We could go on. There's a pattern, a very clear and strong pattern. The far right are doing better than ever, better than they've done since 1945. How do we descend so far into this catastrophe? Now, obviously, we've had growing economic insecurities and inequalities, which predated the 2008 financial crash. But the fallout of that and the decision, uh, the ideologically driven decision to introduce austerity as a result, made them all worse. That offered huge material for far right parties to scapegoat, to blame minorities, those who lack power rather than, for example, politicians slashing social provision, bosses offering low-paid jobs, and a financial crisis that plunged this, this whole world into crisis. You know, it, it, and it must be said, if those of us on the left, and this is a challenge to people watching this video, listening to this, if we'd managed to offer, um, if we'd managed to redirect anger more successfully, and offer a clear, coherent alternative. There was very good and amazing attempts to do that. But, you know, we, if we'd done more, then maybe the far right would have achieved less support and enjoyed less appeal. But, you know, that said, it was the complicity of mainstream parties that made all this possible. Trump is a monster created by the mainstream Republican administration who, you know, indulged all that birther stuff. Obama's not really an American, he's a Muslim. Um, the, the chronic Islamophobia, hallucinated anti-communism, things like Medicare for, you know, Obamacare was, 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 was Marxism. Um, you know, they seem to, now they see Trump as too vulgar and, and all the rest of it, they're terribly distressed, but they created it. And across the Western world, mainstream parties uh, tend not to vigorously oppose the far right and offer an alternative vision of the future, but imitate their rhetoric and policies. The far right drag other political parties onto their territory. Look, in Britain, you know, we don't have a mainstream far-right party in government. And so, in, so, well, that's what it's coming on to, in Parliament. But the political direction of the Conservative Party has moved in that direction. And many of the policies they're advocating are, frankly, the sorts of policies that were advocated by the far-right and the rhetoric that they had. Now, the mainstream political parties, what they've done is help to bolster the zealots and allow them to set the terms of debate. It's clear, though, as I've said, this cordon sanitaire is gone. The left is still regarded as beyond the pale by much of the mainstream political and media world. Um, but the far right has been normalised to a large extent. And the danger is, going back to Trump, is 10 years ago, you would have struggled to imagine someone like Trump ever being president of the United States. But it happened. 
But then it means that something more extreme than Trump becomes more plausible. And it's the same with all these parties across Europe. The general trend is towards ever more extremes in that direction, facilitated by mainstream politicians, and it must be said, much of the mainstream media, who kowtow to this agenda and fuel their rhetoric um, and focus attention on migrants, Muslims, refugees, LGBTQ people, and so on. We thought we learned from our darkest moments in history, but unless, once again, the far right is delegitimized and a hopeful alternative is offered, then the danger is new horrors await. You know, we take for granted a relative period of peace in the global north because of the horrors of World War I and World War II and what, what has happened since. But look at where things are heading. You can't, you can't ignore the facts. You know, where, where are we now 10 years on from where we were and where, where could we be in 10 years from now? It's worth thinking about, but I'd love to hear people's thoughts about how we take on the threat posed by the far right as it grows in power and influence. Because if we don't start debating strategy properly, then we will march ever further into the abyss. Please like, subscribe, do support us on patreon.com forward slash ownjoys84 and do press like. I'll see you soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.